Welcome to the Will and Aaron Show. We talk about local football and basketball, including the Northern Indiana Conference and the Northern Lakes Conference, plus teams in St. Joseph and Elkhart Counties. We also discuss some learning football. Let's start with topic number one, student athlete leadership roundtable. Aaron and I wanted to start the new year with a special episode. At the heart of the Will and Aaron Show is a passion to promote the good things in local sports, in particular, the student athletes. We believe that education-based sports can teach lifelong lessons. And so we've reached out to local coaches and asked them to nominate student athlete leaders that would be willing to join the Student Athlete Leadership Roundtable and talk leadership. Aaron and I were surprised at the response we got. In all, we had 13 nominees. Now, unfortunately, not all 13 could commit to the recording dates, but five of them did, including Dylan Daddario Penn High School, Cohen Huddy, Cameron Kaufman, and Drew Sullivan of Warsaw High School, and Ethan Hostetler of Fairfield High School. Students that were nominated but were unable to make the recording include Kate Noonan of Penn, Duran Thomas of Concord, Will Conqueron of Elkhart, Jaden Flagg of New Prairie, Ty Zartman of Jimtown, Lavier Smith of Washington, Jerry Barca, and Chase Kinesi of St. Joe, and Manny Hill of Riley. Let's go ahead and start off with the first group, Dylan Daddario, Cohen Hetty, and Cameron Kaufman. So we're going to talk about uh, leadership and what that means to uh, these student athletes and kind of, you know, what that means within their program. First of all, can you introduce yourself, uh, the grade level you're in, the, the sport or sports that you play, and if you're involved in any extracurriculars? Yeah, my name is uh, Dylan Didario. I'm a junior and I play football, soccer, and run track for Penn. And I'm also in NHS. Wow, three sport athlete. That's awesome. And Cohen, why don't you go? Uh, my name is Cohen Hetty. I'm a junior. I play baseball and football, and I'm also in NHS. Nice. And last but not least. Hi, my name is Cameron Kaufman. I am also a junior, and I am in football, wrestling, and track. Okay. So we got multi-sport athletes here. That's, that's pretty cool. So let's start with the first question. As a student athlete, what does the word leader mean to you? I think the uh, word leader means to like us at Warsaw, like me and Cameron can both abide by this. So I think the uh, word leader means like you truly help out your teammates and you're there for them and you set a good role, like a, being a good role model so that they can, they can like follow that as we uh, proceed through the years of high school. And I really think it just means that like you are someone that the coaches look to that can lead the team and be the rock for the team. Yeah. I mean, to bit off that um, my definition of being a leader is really being someone who leads by example and someone who holds yourself to the same standards that you put others to. Um, and you never know who's watching. So always like putting in the extra work and going the extra mile definitely helps to build a respect for people around you and that'll help you be a better leader. 
mean, those two pretty much summed it up. But a leader for me is someone who's like, they're always giving out their 110% and they don't feel good. They're still going, they're still leading. And they're not just pushing themselves. They're also bringing the team up with them. And not just like varsity or JV, but everyone even down to the freshman level. Yeah, yeah, wow. There's so many good nuggets there that you guys just said there uh, from making sure the smallest person in the program feels like they're the top dog to leading by example, holding yourself to the same standard. Um, you know, uh, some good stuff there. So let's move on to the next one. You know, as a leader, what lesson or lessons along the way have you learned? Uh, some lessons that I've learned going through the three years of high school so far is that you're going to go through some adversity and there's going to be times where you're not going to want to go to practice. There's going to be times where you're not going to want to show up for your teammates, but that's the times when you truly show that you're a leader is when you show up even when you don't want to. And some lessons I've learned is like, you're just going to have to persevere through it. There's going to be adversity that hits you right in the face, even when you don't expect it. But that's when you got to dig deep and truly understand what your role is on the team and fight through with your teammates as well. Yeah, I was going to add um, less something that I've learned from being a leader, but more or less than I've learned from other leaders that I've been around, specifically uh, quarterback Noah McCullough. Um, all throughout the summer and even during the season, he's always like at the field, a couple wide receivers, throwing the ball around, always practicing. I mean, he's always put in the extra work, also in like, the weight room as well. And he just has like he puts in so much work that he's very well respected and he uses that to command the team and hold everyone accountable under the highest of their abilities. So just putting in the extra work, really hitting on that. One thing that I've kind of learned, it's not just about a leader, but like in my experience, like I can go out and I can do my best and that can show people how to do it. But there's, I also have to be coachable because showing that me as a, not to be cocky, but like as a higher player, if I show that I can learn from the coaches still, the younger guys who think they kind of have it figured out will also kind of learn to listen to the coaches. Yeah, that's some good stuff there. Um, so let's move on to the next one. Um, older people like me uh, may not be able to relate to uh, younger people or what they're going through. Uh, I'm, I'm now two decades removed from being a teenager, so... Um, what challenges do young people face today and, and how can adults best help them? And I guess it's a two-part question. Um, oh, you can go ahead. All right. Uh, the problems that like the younger people go through that like older people can't relate as like, I mean, I guess they went through it one part of their life, like having to, that balance of school and being athletes. So I think you truly have to understand like, that's a challenge that not like some people can't handle very well. And I think even just the adults for the second part of the question, like the adults, just even like asking like what they can do to help. Like, even if it's like taking a second to helping them with their schoolwork or taking them like to understand, like they're going to have to persevere through sports as well. to like, know that sometimes it gets hard in sports and like that weighs a lot on you sometimes just like asking the question, like, are you doing okay? And stuff like that, I think really helps out the younger people. I think like the biggest difference between our generation and the generations before us is technology and specifically social media. Um, I know like my grandparents, they have no idea like tech social media is 
a whole different world for them. So I think that's a big difference. Um, and what social media can do to people, um, social media can be used for like really good things like spreading positivity or getting recruited for uh, collegiate play. But also it can be used for bad things. And I feel like some people uh, use it for bad things and they can say things that'll hurt people or even ruin other people's lives. So just being understanding and uh, knowing how to respond to certain situations definitely would be something someone from the older generation could uh, use. Man, this is a good question. I guess like the main difference between the younger generation, like what we said earlier, is technology. And some people don't handle it as well as others. So like with being on technology all day, they kind of don't have that disconnect. So it's hard for them to focus through practices and stuff. And I think sometimes just coaches being patient with players is one way that it can help. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well said guys. So this next question is going to require a little bit of uh, perhaps vulnerability. Uh, being a leader, as you guys well uh, know, is it's not easy all the time. Um, can you provide perhaps an example where being a leader was tough and, and how you dealt with that? Um, an example of being a leader when it was tough was like, uh, I would say even Michigan City game, first first game for us, I would say I, would, I wasn't having my best game. And we were, we were so excited about that game, looking forward to it all summer, being excited to start the season. And I really wasn't having my best game in the first half. And it really took the, the toll on me because, like, I know I'm a leader and everyone looks to me to do good and, like, be at my 110%. And even when I wasn't feeling like in that game, I needed to be at that 110% to make sure that everyone else was holding themselves to that standard that I was holding myself to as well. So I think that was one of the times when being a leader was tough. And then at halftime, I just kind of sat myself down, took a deep breath. And I was like, I got to fight through this and have a good second half. And then I ended up having a better second half. So I think that was one time when it was tough because, I held myself to that standard and I felt like I wasn't really reaching that at the start of the year. Yeah, that's great. I think my story is not as much being uh, a leader, but just being able to like persevere and push through like when times are, I mean, harder. Uh, for me, uh, sophomore year of track, I went through all of winter training and then I broke my hip and I came back with about two weeks of training and two meets left to make the postseason and being someone who made the postseason as a freshman i had a lot of pressure i felt like to make postseason as a sophomore and first meet back i didn't get it second meet back um i did get my spot in the postseason but then in our conference meet uh due to not really knowing all the rules exactly i got us dq'd and that almost thought cost us first place in conference and then sectionals uh we got third place and then regionals we got 10th and I was kind of upset about that because I knew that our team had a lot more like potential that we could have gotten to a lot better uh, time. And then so obviously track season was over. So how I persevered for that was just putting in a lot of work over the summer and earning a starting spot in the football team as a kicker. And then also our first game uh, against Valpo, we had a lot of issues with the PAT team with like some bad snaps, bad holds, bad kicks. I mean, it was all around, it was really bad. And then bouncing back uh, that second week and then all throughout the rest of the year is uh, how we persevered.
Yeah, yeah. I, that seems to be a common theme between uh, the, both your stories is uh, whether it's the uh, Michigan City or track or the, the PAT issues that you both persevered uh, through that. It's pretty cool. I think my toughest time as a leader was probably during the Penn Warsaw game because like we went into that game thinking, yeah, we can, we've turned our season around. We've, we've been through some rough patches, but I think we can finally move on. And when we just came out and just, we, we couldn't move the ball and we kept letting them like run it down our throat. Like that started to get to some of our leaders. And I just, I kept persevering through and keep trying my hardest, but I could definitely tell like our offense was not, we were tearing each other apart on the sideline. It was nothing good, but I guess all, all I could do was try and bring my teammates up, even though it was not going well for us. Yeah. Well said. So, um, I'm going to give you a situation here. Um, you can apply it to your specific sport. Uh, so practice not going well. Uh, you can kind of feel, sense it. Focus is not where it should be. Energy's down. So as a leader, um, what do you do in that scenario? So as a leader, focus isn't there. You sense it. And like, even sometimes leaders aren't there all in with the practice as well. And I know I have been. I'm going to be honest about that. Like, not every day I'm not locked in and, like, ready to be there. And it's kind of hard sometimes. But you got to just kind of – it's those little comments that you make to your teammates that, like, when you're getting a water break or when you're in the, when you're in the huddle, like, you're just like, okay, guys, let's go. We got to finish this practice off. We don't got much longer. And it just kind of, like, makes it seem closer, knowing that, like, you're almost done with practice and, like, you can just go home and rest your mind after it. So I think it's those little comments that you make to your teammates that like, let's go, let's push through this, let's persevere through this, that it kind of gives them a little bit more hope that like that we're going to get through this together. And like, you can tell them as well, they're like, I'm here for you. I understand where you're at. Like just telling your teammates that you're there for them, I think will help. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with that. Um, I mean, it's different for me in different sports because soccer um, and football and track are all three different sports. Um, but for soccer, I definitely agree with that. Um, if practice is like going bad and like the quality of play is low, just grabbing like two or three guys and like telling them to pick it up, but also knowing how they respond. Um, some mm. guys like to make it a competition. Some guys want to have fun. So knowing how they respond and helping them to improve their play and also improving your own. And then that kind of, uh, will send a ripple effect throughout the entire team and the entire practice. I think that's, uh, a good way to go about it. So I'm not as much of a vocal leader as much as I am leading by example. Mm -hmm. So like sometimes when practice energy is starting to get low and I can sense that, like I'll start acting like high on energy. Like I'll start pushing people in huddles, trying to get them like going again and just show excitement for the practice. Even if it's a sucky practice, Oh, we have to keep running, doing this play over again. Cause we can't get it right. Just keeping positive and trying to bring the team with me instead of becoming negative. Yeah, um, man, there's so many good comments by all three of you there uh, from uh, being encouraging your teammates and uh, you, using your voice in, in a good way to, uh, Dylan, you said something really solid, which is knowing your teammates. You got to know what how to, push, uh, how to push their buttons, right? You can't talk to player A the same way you talk to player B, uh, just so they're wired differently, you know? 
Uh, and, and then you guys said checking yourself, right? Uh, checking your oil. Uh, what can I do to bring the energy and lead by example? So all, all great answers there. Let's move on to um, uh, the next one. And that is uh, leadership may take different forms and shapes uh, for each team and, and, and individual player. Uh, so if you don't mind sharing, what specific role do you play as a leader on your team? What's it look like? So the role that uh, I play, and like me and Cameron are different, I would say. The role that I play for our team at Warsaw is like uh, I'm on defense, Cameron's on offense, so it's like two different sides already. But then like defense, knowing that like knowing your guys, like you said last question, and it's just the fact that like I was – Last season as a sophomore, I got put into a starting spot kind of fast. And then it was taken away from me and then given it back. So that kind of that kind of shaped me as a leader as well today, who I am today, knowing that, like, the guys under me are going through the same things as sophomores. And as, like, even, we even had a freshman that played this year with us as on varsity. And just, like, talking to him, knowing, like, how he feels uh, really helped him. And then just having those seniors above you that, like, aren't really leaders at some points. Like it gets hard for them to their leaders, and then they like turn to not be leaders. But you just have to encourage them to keep them going as well. So that's kind of like the leader that I am. I'm like kind of chirping at everybody's ear and like working hard so that they feel like they can do it as well, even when it gets hard. So mm -hmm. I think the leader that I am just like chirping at everybody's ear, like tell them to let's go, let's let's finish this off as a team. I think that. Uh... My form of being a leader kind of changes as to what sport I'm in and also situation. But for soccer, um, really just like being a leader in practice and like doing the ripple effect thing I was talking about with like grabbing two to three guys and try to motivate them. Uh, that's how I lead in soccer. And then in football, um, in practice, I'm more kind of secluded to myself and my two other kickers. And um, we'll just try to find a game to play, like um, just finding something fun to do that's also. Um, helping us at the same time and helping us practice. And then in track, I mean, that's a whole different beast because that's a lot more mentally and physically challenging than any other sport, I feel like. So having a group of guys that can you can hold each other accountable because not every day everyone's going to be on their best game, but having a group of guys to hold each other accountable and to get what you want to get done is definitely helpful. So leading as a group and finding a group in track. Yeah, well said. One thing that kind of like shaped me as a leader is because last season we had a couple of big injuries on the O-line. So I kind of got moved up to varsity and then back to JV and back and forth. And when I would play varsity, I'd watch these senior leaders who were supposed to be the seniors on the team. They were supposed to lead people. They'd say one thing and then go out and do the complete other. Like they'd, they'd live a do as I say, not as I do type of lifestyle. And that just always bothered me. And I'm kind of an awkward person as it is. So I'm not very vocal. And just seeing these people talk big and then not live up to it has always bothered me. So I, tr I always try and show – I show people what to do, and I'm not really vocal about it. Like, I just I'm – a, I'm a leader by example. That's all I, that's all I can be in all yeah. of my sports. I just – I go out, I do my best, and I try and show people how I do it and try and help them figure out how to fix what they need to. Yeah, yeah. All great stuff there, guys. Um, <clears throat> Well, uh, let's move on to the last one here. And um, as a leader, you know, you're constantly pouring yourself 
out to help other people, your your teammates, whatnot, uh, whether it's your time, your energy, your resources. You know, every leader needs to be filled back up. Um, who is someone or something that you connect with uh, to fill yourself back up so you have the energy, you have the encouragement, you have, you know, the words of wisdom, you you know, you've got stuff to to lend out to others. Um, can you talk about the impact that, that maybe that person has had on you or people or, or that thing has kind of helped you along the way? I mean, I feel like the obvious answer for this would be like my parents or my father, especially. He's always there taking me to practices before I can drive and all that. And he's always there to talk to, but also having like a good group of friends um, that you can have fun with and kind of like release yourself and not have to like think as much, I guess. Still not doing anything stupid, but um, having fun with your friends definitely helps. And then as a thing, I think the most important thing for me is getting a lot of sleep or enough sleep and stretching and rolling every day to keep your body, um, to help it recover and also keeping yourself flexible to avoid injuries and um, also eating right. So you are what you feel yourself with. Yeah, I agree with what he said. And like, as a leader, I kind of surround myself with like, yeah, you got to know your circle. Like the circle of the kids, are like they're going to push you and make you better. They're not going to like take you down with them if they do something stupid. And so like the people that I have is definitely like my parents, like Dylan said, like just knowing that I can come home and they'll be here for me and they'll listen to like what I have to say and stuff like that. And they'll try and help me and guide me. And then also like my fellow leaders on the teams, like Cameron, he's one of the guys that really helps me get through some hard stuff. Cause like, he's always, he, we're always talking with each other and like we sit next to each other in class and everything like that. So we're always with each other. And then even like Aunt, uh, Drew Sullivan, that's on the next show. He's our quarterback. Him and I have gotten really close since freshman year, and he's been, always been like the friend that's going to help me, like get me through stuff as well as Cameron does. And then it's really just like my teammates that aren't really leaders, but they're trying to be. And I was just, like seeing them try to be like the person that I'm trying, I'm like being. It really helps me like fill me back up and gets my like spirit back up, even when it's hard. And just like the things I can do is like, just make sure you're in the weight room, make sure you eat like Dylan said, like you got to eat well, because if you, if you're not eating well, it's not going to be your peak performance. So just like being the best that you can be physically, mentally, and truly emotionally is what like as a leader you can like do. I mean, Cohen and Dylan pretty much said what it is. Like it's always like, even after I have a Brad practice, I can come home and talk to my parents, and they can always, like, talk me off that metaphorical ledge. And when I'm having a rough practice, sometimes I'll just look over at the defensive end, and I'll see, like, Cohen and some of our other defensive leaders. They're always getting hyped with their guys, which kind of fuels me to do better. And then, like, what, another thing that kind of helped me through this season was every Thursday b night before a game, uh, the O-line would get together. We call them Wild Hog Wing Nights. We just have we'd sp spend time together and have good fellowship. It was just kind of rewarding because, like, after all that time I put in with these guys, we were still able to go out and have fun and learn from each other. It just really helped. Cool. Um, I lied. There's one more question. So this is the last one. So as we close here, um, can you share one leadership best practice? Uh, one specific leadership best practice that um, is your bread and butter, your go-to, something that you really lean heavy on? 
So one of the leadership like best practices that uh, I would say that Warsaw has that like as a whole is just like we have like our captains and like we get our captain's patch or whatever like that at the end of the end of the year at our award ceremony. And then like I think mine's not really a practice, I would say, but it's like knowing your guys and like shooting them a text after you could tell they had like a hard practice, just like saying that you're here for them and like if they want to talk about anything like they can reach out to you and just always being there for your guys, I think is the most important part. Cause like at the end of the day, like football is not or football or whatever sports not going to be forever. But like that friendship that you build through those years with that sport is what's going to be there. So I think like the practice that I, I kind of have is just always being that guy that like, in the, like that shoulder they can lean on and like just being there for our guys, I think is one of the best leadership like practices that we have at Warsaw and just like always, striving to be better for them as well. I'm going to go off of what I've been saying pretty much all day, as well as what Cameron said. Um, just leading by example and just, I mean, doing what you say instead of doing what you want. I would think that like leadership quality, if you will, is consistency. So like I'm always best for the team and I'm always trying to bring people with me. But I'm also always trying to, like, when I, when I can tell a teammate's down, like, I try and, like, if I know something's bothering them consistently, I'm just asking them if they're okay, and I'm trying to keep keep building them up so that way they can also keep trying. Yeah. Well, excellent stuff there, guys. Uh, we we want to, Aaron and I want to thank you for coming on the Will and Aaron Show to talk about student athlete leadership is such an important role in local uh, high school sport. Uh, kudos to you uh, three for doing an outstanding job in your perspective uh, sports. That's Dylan Dario from Penn High School, Cohen Hetty, and Cameron Kaufman, both from Warsaw um, High School. We have with us Ethan Hostetler from Fairfield High School. Um, Ethan, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself uh, including your grade level and activities you do at school, whether it's sports or other extracurriculars. Uh, my name is Ethan Oseller. I'm a senior, and uh, I play football. I wrestle, and I run track. And then outside of school, I do 4 shooting sports. Oh, wow. So you stay busy. That's, that's pretty cool. The word leader, what does that mean to you? Uh, for me, it was – somebody that's willing to take other people under their wing and be a leader by example. And that can go through many ways, but I know I always loved uh, looking up to all the seniors when I was a freshman and I always wanted to be like them. So I'd look at what they did and I'd try to incorporate different like ways into it. So I like to get real close with everybody on my team so we can always have the personal bonding and relationships. Mm-hmm. Well said. So as a leader, what lesson or maybe lessons that you've learned along the way? Uh, I'd say a lot of it goes to hard work isn't really given, it's earned. Because the best players will play, but you have to work for it. Because I've seen some pretty talented people not put in the work that it takes. And it's kind of a shame to watch their talent go to waste but if you're willing to work for it you can always get it 
what challenges do young people face today and how might adults best help? I guess younger kids today now, it's a lot more, uh, not as physical as I would say it used to be because, I mean, everybody's always heard their coaches talking about what it was like back in the day. <laughs> all the different workouts they'd have to do, the two-week, two-days and all that. But it comes down to a lot of accountability because I feel like the younger kids these days aren't really as accountable as they used to be. And a lot of that can go through things like social media and just what they what they're held up to back at their homes. Mm-hmm. So this next question uh, might require a little bit of vulnerability, but as a leader, uh, as, as you know, it's not always easy. Can you provide an example where being a leader was tough and, and how did you deal with that? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, oh, let's see. Got to remember the season, how it went. We play. Tough one for me, I guess, was our second game of the season. We played Heritage, which was a pretty talented team. And a lot of teams like what we play later in the season. But on the way over to that game, it was really, I guess, down. The energy wasn't there. It was an hour and a half drive to that game. So it was something new. But our coach wanted to do that because he wanted to prepare us for what it would be like to play more in the playoff games with the long rides and he wanted to see how we'd be reacting to the. And that game was all around a, a really sloppy game for us. Couldn't get the ball moving. We had good special team plays, but the drive wasn't there. And then when we got back the next week, it was really just about going through with each individual person and working on the things that they needed. And later in the season, I even went, we lost to Garrett in a game that we definitely shouldn't have lost. But I could see some of the like disappointment on people's faces. So I'd go around and I actually went home on our JV bus because I wanted to be with those guys to see what they were going through. And just, I don't really, I guess, being there for everybody. Even when it sucks for you, it sucks for them too. Yeah. Good, good stuff there. So I'm going to give you a scenario situation, and I'm going to ask you how you would deal with that. Uh, practice not going well. You can kind of feel it, sense it. Uh, energy is not there. Focus isn't there. So as a leader, what do you do? Yeah, this has happened quite a bit. I guess you'll see it every once in a while, but we'll have days where – People won't be focused. They'll just be like goofing off or their bodies or knees hurt. So they don't really want to push themselves as hard. What you always got to do is you got to stand beside them and you meet them with everything they're willing to put in. You can put in just as much. And I know I'd go through practice. My body would hurt so bad, but I wasn't going to give up. So you just have to. You have to see them where they are and help them understand that you know what they're going through. And if they can do it, you can do it too. Yeah, well said. Uh, I love the fact that you you said that you wanted to meet them where they are. Uh, so it feels like just through this conversation that you're a pretty good listener. Uh, going home on the JV bus to get a feel for where gauge where they are. Um, that's good stuff. 
Yeah. Leadership may take different forms and shapes for each team and leader. Uh, if you don't mind sharing, what specific role do you play as a leader on your team? Uh, as a leader for our team, we picked our captains back would have been a year and a month ago. So we had our captains throughout the whole off season and into the season as it went, but we kind of had three roles as a captain. There was one Marco, he was the vocal captain. He'd always speak up and he was good at that. And then I was kind of the quiet guy. I try to lead by example. And I felt as the season went on, I was able to be more vocal, but it definitely wasn't my strong suit. I had other captains that would, uh, they'd lead by example as well, but I always tried to lead by example, whether it was in a classroom or on the field. But I wanted everybody to see what, I guess, hard work can get you. Because I've been through this program for a long time, and I guess my seventh grade year was the first year that our coach was there. So I've been with him for a long time. Yeah. But I always wanted everybody to know that they cared. So I was, I guess it's not as common on most teams these days, but I'd always be chilling with like the freshmen and stuff to make sure that they, uh, they felt included and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. That's good stuff right there. As a leader, you're constantly pouring yourself out to, to others whether it's your time, your energy, your resources. Uh, every leader needs to be filled back up. Who is someone or something that you've connected with or to to fill yourself back up? Can you talk about the impact that person or thing has had on you? For me, I was, I guess we'd go every day and we'd practice, but I always loved being with my teammates. Cause that was that was my family to me so all i looked forward to through the day was to go with them go practice with them and just keep going every day so i love being with them and i think it really helped me to just hang out with them like even with our seniors we'd hang out a few times as a class but i just love being with my teammates and that's all i really needed yeah you know i get a sense that your focus is on building relationships being around your teammates you love your guys. Um, that's pretty cool. Uh, as we close here, um, can you share one piece of leadership, one nugget of leadership, some sort of best practice that you live out or you really believe in that you lean heavily on? What's one leadership best practice that if you could give advice to anyone that you would say? Um, for me, I was looked up to certain leaders and I'd see where what they were good at. And I always wanted to incorporate that and the things that I didn't feel like I connected with them with, I wanted other teammates to connect with me because with my younger years, I wasn't real close with their upperclassmen. So I felt like if I was able to do that and be there and to lead them through that, then someday they're going to be great leaders too. So it's leading them how you want to be led and one of my uh i think i made a this like a senior quote or something but it was stop expecting the results from the work that you didn't put in be an uncommon leader and i think that's kind of what i tried to live by wow that that's a great quote right there 
Um, well, uh, Ethan, it was a pleasure to to have you on our show, and I want to thank you, Aaron. I want to thank you for uh, hopping on and discussing student athlete leadership. Um, I know Coach Thacker is proud of you, um, and uh, for good reasons. Um, and uh, best of luck with wrestling, and I know you do that, and um, with your other sports in the spring as well. So, um, awesome job. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. Let's start our last conversation with uh, student leader, Drew Sullivan. In a Warsaw High School. Thanks for hopping on the Will and Aaron show. How are you doing? Good, good. Thank you for having me. I uh, appreciate that. Uh, good to be here and excited to talk. The sports that you play, or any other school activities that you may be uh, participating in? So I go to uh, Warsaw Community High School. I play football and I play basketball. Okay. And what grade are you? I'm a junior. Junior. Excellent. Well, let's start with the first question. That is, what does the word leader mean to you? Yeah. Um, what I think a leader is is a guy that can get a group of guys and uh, really get them heading into one direction uh, together as one unit um, towards the goal. And they, he, the person that leads them by either example or think by either encouraging them along the way. Great answer. So as a leader, uh, what lessons or lesson have you learned along the way? Uh, I've learned the not into, to look into the small things and I've truly learned how to how to fail and to learn from that. Uh, I've learned that the sun will go up in the morning and I'll have to learn from that mistake and I'll learn it to get better from that. Take the good from that. Mm -hmm. Well said. What mm -hmm. challenges uh, do young people face today and uh, how can adults um, best help? Yeah, um, I feel like the challenges that uh, athletes face today is dealing with their mental, um, so either being with dealing with pressure that you either put on yourself or as put on from other people, um, dealing with that pressure and or either like a confidence base and having confidence in, your, in yourself, being able to perform at your best, uh, it's hard for, for me and some athletes. So adults can help by just always be supportive and uh, always being uh, encouraging. But uh, also I feel like athletes um, have a hard time of, of holding other people accountable and kind of sticking your head out there and and, and calling out people uh, when they need to be called out. And I feel like that's kind of a hard thing for athletes to do and not to, to get out of their comfort zone and not only just to worry about themselves, but to, to worry about the whole team as one. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Being a leader, as you know, is it's not always easy. Can you provide an example where being a leader was tough, and how did you deal with that? Yeah, so during this past uh, football season, I uh, experienced my first injury where uh, it sat me out for multiple games. Um, I got surgery on my ankle. I got hurt on, the, I think it was the eighth play of the game. So that was very hard for me to uh, overcome, and, you know, it was – 
it's hard as worked all summer for the season trying to you know with my guys every day you know but just came in and just season got really cut really short for me so that was uh really hard for me um but i was able to do with it just by having a really supportive team and family always around me um supporting me always encouraging me also having great doctors and, and great uh physical therapists helping me lead me every day trying to get better each and every day um but uh yeah i mean also getting through it was just me trying to help out um my replacement uh quentin brock uh seeing him develop every day was really gave me a, a joy to see every day and being able to encourage and see him grow as a player was was a good thing for me that or for the season well, how cool that you played a part in that uh, and, and being a good teammate and uh, kind of helping uh, the next guy in line, if you will. Uh, pretty cool. So, um, absolutely. So, practice, I'm going to give you a situation here, and I'm going to ask you how how would you deal with it. Uh, practice not going well. You can kind of sense that, you know, things are not where they should be, focus, level, energy, all that stuff. Um, so as a leader, what do you do in that moment? Uh, I feel like as a leader, uh, you should get them, get your teammates together and, and, and tell them, get that, um, awkwardness out of the room, the elephant in the room and tell them what they're doing wrong and try and be it in the most, you know, tell them what they're doing wrong, but then encourage them right after that. Um, tell them what we need to fix and finish out and have the finish the practice out the right way. Well said. So leadership takes different shapes and forms for each team and each leader. Uh, if you don't mind sharing, what specific role uh, do did you play in football or now in, on basketball? Yeah, I mean, for, for both teams, I really think I'm just an energy giver. Um, always love to encourage my teammates, um, let them know they're doing good. And um, I feel like it also just, uh, holding everyone to a standard that, you know, as a teammate, I'm holding to a standard, but it's everyone's as, as a whole team, we're all holding the same standard. So just keeping those standards there and um, what I believe uh, just, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, you know, every team has to have the energy guy and uh, that's you. You know, and you hold your teammates to that standard. That's pretty cool. A um, couple more here. As a leader, you're constantly pouring yourself out to help. Your, whether it's your time, your energy, your resources. And every leader needs to be filled back up. Who Who is someone in your life or, or maybe something that you've been able to connect with to fill yourself back up along your journey? Yeah. Um... I feel like my family's always there for me, uh, no matter what happened that day or, or practice or game. Um, I feel like my family's always there. Um, my mom lives there to give me a hug. Dad lives there to give me a hug and be there for me to, to talk to them. Um, I really appreciate them. And the impact is a really nice feeling to have that as I know they have my back. So I don't, I feel like I don't really have much to lose if they always have my back. That that gives me confidence just to go out there and play my game, have fun, and and no matter the outcome, my my family always have my back. How cool! That's pretty awesome. 
Well, as we close there, I got one more question for you. Can you share one piece of advice of leadership, maybe a best practice, something that you really truly believe in, that you lean heavily on uh, as a leader? What, what's one piece of advice you could give someone? Uh, I'd say not to try fully to, to worry about yourself and think about your teammates and think about others and how they are doing in the game and how they are feeling um, and how they need help uh, during that practice or game or just the day in general is, is something I really believe in and think can, can really help others. Pretty cool answer there. It's been a pleasure to uh, talk with you briefly here about leadership. Uh, I know uh, I talked to both your coaches, uh, Curtis and Moore. Uh, they talk highly of you. And uh, it is an honor to, to meet you today um, and uh, continue to do what you do because uh, you're, you're leading uh, well um, and, and doing a great job on, on the teams that you're on. So uh, kudos to you for that. And, and thank, thank you. you again. Well, I had a lot of fun talking with the student athlete leaders. Aaron and I would like to thank the coaches for nominating these leaders and for all of the student athletes that participated uh, today on the Will and Aaron Show. Thank you and keep up the good work. Well, to all the listeners of the Will and Aaron Show, thank you for tuning in. If you, were, if you are enjoying our podcast, we would love for you to rate and share our podcast. Leave a review. It will help help us out. You can follow us on X at Will Aaron Show on Instagram at the Will and Aaron Show. And you can like and follow the Will and Aaron Show Facebook page. Now, thanks to you, we now have listeners from 10 different countries, 33 states across America, and in over 165 U.S. cities. Tune in next time as we discuss more local high school sports and Notre Dame football.